0: Welcome to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Silito. This podcast is a result of my purpose to help ambitious business owners like you avoid stress, overwhelm, and burnout in the workplace. In this podcast, I share everything I've learned about how to grow a profitable business, stay fit and healthy, maintain strong relationships, and develop the right mindset for success so you can thrive, feel inspired, and work at your full potential. Today, I'm going to talk about Setting realistic targets. Now, if you set impossible targets, whether it's for yourself or other people, you're going to get frustrated, you're going to feel disappointed, you're going to feel like you failed. And worst of all, if you're doing that with your team, they are going to feel the same way. Now, I'm all for setting stretch targets. I'm not talking about lowering our standards here in any way or making it easy. I think we should always set stretch targets. We should always be out of our comfort zone, but not. Impossible targets. So even though the memes tell us you got to go for the moon and be amongst the stars and all that kind of stuff, let's just remember they are memes. And if we don't achieve what we set out to achieve, even if it's uh, way if it's way beyond our capability, you know, our competency, then we're, we're going to end up feeling disappointed. So this is about making sure that we are setting targets that get us out of our comfort zone but they are realistic. And I want to explore what makes them realistic. So let me know on LinkedIn or Facebook if you're picking up the live, watching this now. Give me a like if you're watching the live or picking up the replay, let me know. And of course, you can always subscribe to the YouTube channel and iTunes to pick up the replays as well. So let's talk about these these targets. Make sure that we are setting realistic targets and what makes them realistic so when I used to look at the smart you know method if you like setting smart targets the specific measurable achievable realistic time bound I actually changed the art to relevant I didn't like the word realistic and the reason was was that it was based on whether it'd been done before you know can it be done have I done it before therefore does it make it realistic so I didn't really like it from that perspective so I, I dropped it for that reason but my thinking has changed a little bit because I used, to, I used to think of Roger Bannister, for example. Roger Bannister, you know, was running a four-minute mile realistic based on the concept that had he done it before, and had anyone else done it before? And the reality is when he did do it, he inspired lots of other people to do it within six months. I think six or seven people did it within six months, even though everyone told him it was impossible. Now, here's the difference. I believe that Roger Bannister fully understood what he needed to do to do that four-minute mile. So even though it was a stretch, even though it was painful, when you see him run it and the pain on his face and what he's getting through, he knew what he was capable of doing. And that is the difference. That when we set targets, we have to at least think through the process. Think through what are the tactics that are going to help us achieve that target. So by all means, have a vision. You know, We're going to be talking about this in the workshop next week. For those of you that joining us next week on the workshop, www4 Join us. We're going to be talking about the vision board and having a big vision across our business, our body, our relationships, our mindset. I love doing that. It's very powerful. It stimulates emotion, but it's not necessarily tactical. So we can go broad with the vision. It can be ongoing. We might not ever get there, right? But it's a, it's a vision. And what we're talking about here, because we'll talk about this on day two, which is having tactics coming up with tactics, slowing down to speed up, to really think through how we're going to do it. What is the problem that we're experiencing right now? What is my desired outcome? What ideas can we brainstorm around to achieve it and then set a stretch target that will help make that vision a reality or bring it closer faster? So I hope I'm making a difference here between a big vision and setting a realistic target, which is still outside our comfort zone. So I talked about this earlier in the week. There are three concentric circles that are often used when it comes to setting targets. There's comfort zone targets, staying in our comfort. There are stretch targets, and there are targets that put us into panic. And what I'm trying to get us to do or is avoid the latter. Because if we're operating in that panic, if we're trying to set targets that are way beyond our capability or our competency, that we'll find in 90 days' time that we're just really disappointed. Or worse, the people around you on your team Are just disappointed, frustrating. Morale will drop because we're not, we don't feel like we're moving forward. So this is about a stretch target. It's about saying, okay, where am I right now? What skills do I need to develop to achieve that target? It's gonna, it's gonna stretch. Might be a little bit painful. I might have to make some sacrifices. Might have to give up a few things to be able to do it. You know, we talk about sacrifice. Talk about that a lot on this live show. What are you prepared to sacrifice? to make it happen, which might be making positive sacrifices like getting up earlier, giving up alcohol, booking in time with your family, scheduling these things, thinking proactively, making sure we're not letting the ball drop, moving the body, you know, sacrificing the snooze button. All these things will make a difference. Sacrificing, saying yes to everything, taking on clients that you don't want to work with. All these things need to be built in to making that 90-day target a reality. Because if, if, it, if we don't do that, then it will become impossible. So my point is here, set realistic targets that put you in stretch. They're above and beyond perhaps what you've done before. However, you've thought through like Roger Bannister and lots of other people that have achieved amazing goals. They haven't just winged it. He didn't just wake up one day and think, I'm going to run for a mile in four minutes today. He didn't. He trained, he practiced, he looked at every detail, he worked it through and then on the day he pushed himself to do it and that's what we have to do in life, in work, in our body, you know not pushing ourselves too far and I've got a brilliant question actually for Mark Bracknell which I'm going to share in a minute around training and what can lead to overwhelm and burnout because it's a brilliant question that I want to touch on. So welcome JP, good to see you on here. David Saint is on here. Good to see you, St. David St. Martin, should I say. In the past, he says, in the past, I've often had poorly defined new goals that quickly fell by the wayside. That happened because they were the wrong targets targets, or poorly defined to begin with. Yeah, and that's the key, isn't it? And so there are four to five steps that we take, and we're going to be going deep into this on the workshop on Tuesday when we look at 90-day targets. And that is, what is the single biggest challenge you're facing right now? Where are you right now? And by the way, it's related to your big vision. So you've got to have the vision board first. You've got to have a direction, a purpose. What's the single biggest challenge right now that would stop that vision from happening? Then ask yourself, what's the desired outcome? Where would you like to be in 90 days that will move you towards that vision faster? Then with your team, you brainstorm, you mastermind, you come up with ideas, you think it through, you slow it down. And that's why having a coach or a a group of people around you is so powerful because they help you get outside your head and come up with ideas, ideas that you would never have thought of. And then the fourth step is choose the best option and implement it and make sure you, you, you execute and you're all in for 90 days. And when we do that across the four keys, we stay in balance because then we've got a target in our body, our relationships, our mindset and the business. And then we're in balance of some sort. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. Hit me up, DM me or, or let me ask me some questions if you've got anything around that. So questions today, I've got some great questions coming in and I'm going to share these. Let me just open this up. So there was a question from Mark Bracknell, top guy, loves his training. And if you don't know Mark, reach out to him. He's got an amazing company. Reach out, connect with him. He says, can you work out too much? He says, I train six days a week and often think I take it too far, but it helps my mindset. So tough, it's a tough balance. Okay, so let's just work through that. First of all, the answer to your question is yes. You can absolutely train too much. I've done that, Overtrained. Still in the mindset of high performance, you know, thinking I'm still playing for Great Britain where I'm able to rest and recharge all the time or, you know, playing professionally in the States where, you know, we're playing games once or twice a week and then resting and practicing and so on. But I still have that mindset. Also, you know, when we get into our 40s, There's some kind of glitch in human nature. And that glitch is that we have more stamina. We have more stamina so we can push ourselves more in the gym. We can really go for it. So you might go for a run sometimes and think, you know what, I could really push this. I'd go a little bit further. Or in the gym, you think, you know what, I could do another set. For some reason, we increase stamina. But the glitch is that our recovery is slower. So we can push ourselves harder, but our recovery is slower. So as we get into our 40s, we need to be mindful of that anybody can overtrain you can start to develop a catabolic effect you know where the muscles start to it's like they're working in reverse so we're not getting enough food into the body protein glucose to to recharge we are overtraining we become what i call a couch potato or mark sisson calls a couch potato athlete my brother was one of those who go out and do 180 miles on a bike and then just wipe out right so he would be resting but we've got kids we've got families friends work teams to lead, we need to have energy in the tank. So whatever you put in the gym, we have to think about, okay, I can't go all in on gym. I can't be that person that leaves it all out there in the gym. You know, that kind of CrossFit mentality. You're just going to leave it all in the gym and come back tomorrow. And the deceiving thing is, is the endorphins. You remember, endorphins is like a a natural morphine to help the body recover and feel good because you're in so much pain, but it feels good. Right? So that, that feeling kind of makes us want to do it again. And that's the danger. And that's when we start revert, going to reverse mode, experiencing a catabolic effect. We should not be training more than three times a week or four times a week. Strength training twice a week, some heavy lifting, some body weight, hit session once a week, every 10 days, maybe. Otherwise you destroy your body, particularly over the long run. Injuries, you know, if you're doing, but I love burpees, but it messes with the hip and so on. So anyway, the answer to the question is you can't overtrain. I think I made my my point there. There were a couple of other questions, mistakes I'd made. Yeah, over overtraining is my biggest uh, thing there. Mark, you asked what what makes what have I neglected with my well being, and it's been doing too much, feeling guilty when I don't train. How was how is your definition of success changed over the years? It's all about legacy. So it's a great question, Mark. How's how's my definition of success? It's not about the Range Rover, the big house, et cetera. Et cetera. It's about my legacy how I raise my children, how I continue to develop and be a better version of myself, look after my health, slow it down, play the long game. Getting off the toilet by myself at age 90, that is a definition of success. So keep doing the squats. And Jonathan Taylor, I believe, an uh, S3, so kind of where I was for a while. He says, yes, I had a, this is an insight. He says, yes, I had a situation where I, I staffed up too quick and everything got quite stressful. I managed it with Wednesday lunchtime personal training session. It worked well. So just incorporating that Wednesday session at personal time, which is kind of what Mark was saying. You know, it's good for the mindset, but we can take it too far. So great questions, and I really appreciate your insights. I'm just checking if I missed another question here because I think someone else had one. Let me just have a look. I think Anna, Amber Goff, she said, no, that was yesterday. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. We've got so many questions. Thank you so much for the, the questions and insights. I'll just drop them in every day. I'm going to go back to LinkedIn and just respond to some of the comments. JP, I think the short term followed by massive action is the key. All the, in the context of that vision and purpose and long-term plan and targets. Absolutely. So we can make it broad and massive, right? But then we just go through that process of what are the tactics? How are we going to do it? let what's the problem? Where are the gaps, and then we can make it realistic that way, David Gifford is saying, how important is self recognition of goals, targets, and not falling into the trap of letting others or maybe external factors drive these for you? What a brilliant question, David. I think we have to ask ourselves a question david if if we are if other people have an agenda for us to do go bigger and further, then is that because it's coming from a good place so is it moving us out of our comfort zone? So if we're in our comfort zone and people are looking, and you know you're in your comfort zone, but people are looking and going, you've got more than that, then great. If you're stretched already and people are trying to drive you into panic, and you, then we have to take some control back. We have to manage expectations. If we are driven by external factors, as in recognition, I've got to push myself way above and beyond. You know, I want to get stronger, bigger, so I look ripped. I want to make more money. I want to hit more targets because I want people to love me for it. Then that is a saboteur, right? It's the hyperachiever saboteur. Check out the book by Shazad Shamin. It's a brilliant book, Positive Intelligence. It talks about nine saboteurs. And the hyperachiever is the majority of people I work with are it's a saboteur. It gets in their way because they're so driven by external recognition that it trips them up, it stresses them out, they they end up getting fatigued and overdoing it. So there are a couple of things in there to pull apart, David, but there are a couple of factors I think worth looking at. And then great to see you, Mark Bracknell. Thanks for the question and absolutely no problem there with the info. So hit me up if you've got any questions. If you haven't signed up for the Four Keys Workshop, join us next week. We've got an amazing group of people, got some brilliant mentors. We're going to be working on the vision. On day one, Monday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. GMT, go to forkeysworkshop.com. We're going to work on the 90-day reset. It's completely free. And on day three, we're going to look at your legacy and behaviors that are getting in your way. So sign up for it. Join us. You won't regret it. It's going to be great fun. It'll be awesome to see you there. If you are a business owner, business leader, looking to scale your business, so it's for a specific group of people. If you're that person, join us. And we'll scale without burnout. Okay. Thank you for joining me and I will see you tomorrow morning. Stay well. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. For more free resources and content on how to grow and lead your business and become the best version of yourself, head over to andrewsilito.com.